Welcome to the Filthy Spoon Podcast. I'm John. I'm Robert. And let's get to the sponsors. Oh, Willow Creek Custom Calls. Brad Jones over there. I hope you guys got in on that Filthy Spoon promo, 20% off when you cook, because it's done now. So if you're on the fence and you didn't pull the trigger, you're kind of an idiot because you basically flushed $30 down the toilet. But a bunch of new stuff coming out next year. I can't talk about it. Like I say, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. But he's supposed to be coming out with a couple new calls and stuff that nobody knows nothing about. And it's, it's some cool stuff. He showed me and told me about it. So even though it's the off season, keep in mind, willowcreekcustomcalls.com or you can call them at 510-610-7625. And let him know the Filthy Spoon sent you. He loves that. So, Anyway, Superior Equipment Repair. For all your truck equipment needs, give us a call. You know, from F-150s up to 550s, Peterbilt's, Kenworth, John Deere, Volvo Equipment, whatever it is, we work on it all. We know that. Except for the guys that keep calling in with their broken DeWalt hand drills and shit. I don't know where them guys come from, but we don't work on hand tools, so... Spirit Equipment Repair, check us out online, or you can give us a call at 833-343-7351. And Pinto Ridge Taxidermy. We got a story for you. We're not adding to the pot today, but Pinto Ridge, one of these lucky guests, is going to get a bird of their choice by Adam. And it's going to be cool. Look him up. Pinto Ridge Taxidermy on Instagram. Does cool shit. Bunch of hybrids. Super cool. We're going to talk a little bit more about that today than we might. I promise you every week, I promise you guys, and this is the week that I actually delivered that he's here. He's actually here. So, pretty cool. Anyway, last but not least, official left coast waterfowl. The Jeremy's over there with their, uh, you know, waterfowl widow line. I've seen they're pushing their white conservation season stuff right now. They're peddling our filthy spoon swag. You get the single drunk duck, the square duck. Traditional logo, hats, shirts, all the cool stuff. Be sure to follow them on Instagram and check out their website, order some swag. And the promo with them is LCW10 for 10% off at checkout. So if you're going to order it, you might want to get on it. You might not see your white hoodie before goose season, late goose season. So with no further ado, we finally, I say it every week and I mean it, and now you guys know I'm not full of shit. We have Adam Oliver here. (laughs) How's How's it going, man? Good. How are you guys? We are good. Um, yeah, I don't know how much you listen, but we talk about you every week on here. After <laughs> you know, you we met just by chance. You know, we're a couple idiots that rented a booth with a card table and a couple T-shirts given away, and you walked up to us. We're friendly as hell right out the gate. Offered to come on our show. Offered this cool deal to help get people to come on here, and it's and now here we are at your shop, and it's just. You know, this waterfowl community thing's really cool, and we couldn't appreciate how good you've been to us over, you know, going on a year now, but just yeah. cool, man. Thanks. Yeah. Happy to be on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're checking out some of your cool, you, it seems like you've had a year of hybrids lately, huh? Yep. I'm taking in a few this year. Yeah. Uh, a couple, I got a widgeon, mallard in, a few brewer's ducks, uh, a green wing teal widgeon hybrid. Um I don't even know a few of them. Yeah, no, that's that's super cool. Yeah, Pintel Mallard just got one in the other day. First one I've ever gotten in. So that's yeah, that's awesome. That. that is that's awesome. Fun. Yeah, and we'll get back into the tax story. We just kind of wanted to talk about Adam Oliver, the guy. You know, uh, how did it come to be before any of the tax story, the hunting? Um, were you born and raised here in Calusa? I was. I've been yeah. here for forty six years. Forty six years, same yep. age as old me. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I'm hanging out with a bunch of old dudes. Yep. <laughs> 
Yeah. Now been here forever and moved away a couple of years for college and came back and just always been interested in doing taxidermy and then 2016 I started doing it. Yeah. Doing it. And then so growing up hunting, did you get your dad hunted? Yeah, we hunted out in Lambertville and then uh after that we made our way over towards uh uh Calusa Gridley Highway out yeah. there. Um I don't know what those clubs were they were off of I believe like uh, out there off like Morgan Levy that that yeah, area. Yeah. We hunted out there for quite a few years and then um I've been out of duck hunting for a couple of years now, so and not like a conscious decision. You just <laughs> right, it, not really. Yeah, you just it just started happening. I was not getting up early anymore in the mornings, <laughs> and um, you know, and I enjoy it, but I'm super busy with work, so it's really hard to get out this time yeah. of year. Yeah. So so you were you were waterfowling as a kid and waterfowling <laughs> as an adult, yeah. And then uh, you know you mentioned deer hunting too. Mm-hmm. Still do that every year. Try okay. to hunt the B zone with everybody else in the state. Yeah. Has not been very successful for 35 years, but I've got, I've gotten a couple up <laughs> yeah. there, but it's, you know, I, I don't even really care about getting one anymore. It's just up there having fun riding around in the Jeep and, yeah, it's, you know, walking in the woods and you never know what you're going to see up there. You never know. You never know what you're going to walk into <laughs> yeah. in the woods, man. Yeah. Same with out on public lands, like duck hunting and stuff. You just never know what you're going to come across, yeah. you know? And then that day, you know, that optimism, we always talk about it. Today could be the day, you know. Today could be the day. If you don't go, you don't know. And so. Yeah. So did that for, well, once the fires hit up there about four years ago, we haven't been back. So the area that we hunted just completely got taken out. And I don't know. I've just never been back up to look at it. And uh, yeah, maybe someday. (laughs) Hopefully next year we're talking about trying to get back up there and. Yeah, these fires. Are, I had an X6B tag this year, and it, uh-huh. the whole area is just devastated. I yeah. mean, there's. I went with the guys that know what they're doing with expensive gear and spotting and stuff, and, and we we spotted like three bucks the whole season, you know, and I stocked one. Yep. It, yeah, it was a. We've talked about that on here with a whole. I walked more than most grown men do in their life that <laughs> couple days. <laughs> But yeah, no, deer hunting's a little bit tough. There's still guys getting it done, but it's been yeah. tough. I would I haven't looked at the numbers to see, but they have to be way down, I would think. Yeah. We I don't know, we, we hunted an X zone this year also and public lands were we didn't see a lot of deer. Yeah. We did have uh we did hunt on a place uh, um friend of our zones and my dad was able to get a deer and thankfully because I don't think we would have got one otherwise. Yeah. I was, was all public too and it was just Yep. Yeah. It's it's tough, and I, I they're there. It's oh, yeah. just like with the fires and stuff. The the manzanita's grown up to about that two and a half to three foot height. Yep. Forget it. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we got that sound effect. So funny. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we get that. Don't worry about it. We get that sound effect. We had the what was the guy? Led the Lotto Man or something last week? Oh, the Chicken Man. No, no, no. no. The, the the guy selling corn. Oh, the Elote Man. Elote, Elote man. man. Yeah, I yeah. never heard of that. And we were doing it in his garage, and I hear this weird animal. What the hell is that? It's like the Elote Man. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> Corn man. man. Yeah, I had no idea. I, if, I, if we weren't recording, I might have went out and bought some from him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And a glass of horchata and some Mexican corn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, no, one thing, though, like talking about when we were deer hunting, what, t- getting back on duck hunting also is a lot of years up deer hunting, 
we'd find these little pools of water or ponds back in the middle of nowhere and there'd always be some mallards on yeah, them. Yeah. Even way up at four or 5,000 feet yep. and in August, it, it's weird. Like you're not expecting it and they'll come jumping out of there and it's pretty neat to see. But Funny you say that. That one deer I did a stock on, there was a pond right where we parked. Same thing. I was walking around the pond going to it and jumped two mallards out of it. You know, it's <laughs> like almost, it's almost guaranteed you're going to find a couple mallards sitting on all them little high, yep. high altitude ponds. It's yep. funny. Yep. Yep. So your your deer hunting uh, days of of success, you've done blacktail and and mule deer. Huh? Yeah, I'm not very successful though at it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never shot a deer. I've never. Oh gone. really? Yeah. I'm you never really went deer no, hunting, have you? No. And and then you know, hearing all these great stories, it oh, it's not, not motivating you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to go at it. I think as not getting something like yeah. just going and if it happens it happens and if it yeah. doesn't you went on a great cramping trip you know well that's perfect for me i that's how i've approached waterfowl season this year yeah this year was a rough <laughs> year i would think in your line of work with the tax derby it it was probably a sl- i mean people are bringing in good birds no matter what but i mean yeah you, it wasn't good i had a pretty well I actually had a pretty average year. I mean, as far as what I take in, because I only take in so many birds before I shut it off so I can get them done in a timely matter. And I shut it off at a point where most taxidermists take taken that many birds a year, you know, like yeah. I'd taken like a quarter of what they do just to make sure that I don't over overstretch Overstand myself. Yourself yeah. So I could have taken in quite a few more probably, but majority of the birds this year have been really nice though. That's well, that's that's good to you, and as you know, I mean, some of the common complaints at taxidermists is you give it to them, and you don't hear nothing back. Sometimes years. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I just specialize in waterfowl, so I don't, you know, I don't have to deal with the shoulder mounts, the yeah. life sizes, the fish. Yeah. You know, like those guys go through the season. So when deer season comes, they're skinning for three months, yeah. two three months yeah. every day. Meanwhile, they're, you know, your regular work, it's going to get moved a little bit and then your next season and then your next season. And most of those guys do a great job on still, I don't, I don't know how they do it, but you know, just getting through the cycle of getting everything mounted and back to people in a good timely matter. And I think communication is good. Cause I, yeah. I mean, I see a lot of it's guys that just kind of shine them on and then you, then they start making a Facebook post. Hey, what about this guy? And it's like, yeah, you know, my line of work working on trucks. I know if I don't call somebody and keep them updated, yeah. They get it's like it you know, hey, I know it's gonna be later than I said, but if I get ahead of it where I'm calling them and they're not calling me, yeah. It's like people are a lot more reasonable and willing to work. Oh, okay, no yeah. big deal. But when they're blowing you up and they're like, I right, it's gonna be another month. Well you said a month ago, you know. Yeah. Now I've pretty I mean, for like I haven't had really any bad experiences since I've been That's in good. it with customers. Yeah. Everybody's been super good That's and cool. You know, I'd say like ninety nine point nine nine percent of the people that have came in here. I have good relationship with and they're happy and you know, there's always going to be that. There's always, yeah. There's always, yeah. So, and you know, you just, what's your average turnaround you say for a duck? A guy um, brings one in. I'm like eight months to a year right now. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Take a lot of time on each one. And well, I see them in the product, finished products worth it. I would, I'd much rather yeah, wait. Yeah. I'm not about just getting as many as I can and doing them like that. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, if I got to take in less, to make them nicer, I'll do it. That's a good attitude to have, so, yeah. Yeah, I started this doing it kind of, not as a hobby, but, you know, something that I possibly wanted to get into. And then I was in an accident, and then it was really only made sense, you know. Like, yeah. Had a few years to work on it. I worked on it for about five years before I ever 
took in a customer bird. Really? So, yeah, just to make sure that everything was up to par and looked like a bird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. We've Didn't all seen like some a, of the nightmare ones. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like all of it, though. Like, bad taxidermy, I love it. I think it's, <laughs> I, I would I would own all of it if I could. Like, Well, there's somebody that learned from that, right? I yes. Mean, right? Well, it, it, it's still, regardless of what it comes out to, it's still... It, it'll be around in 50 years and yeah even when we're not here these things are going to be around maybe at that point they're in a bar or a yeah. hall somewhere or we got a whole bunch down at our shop that come out of a local uh-huh. barber shop that's closing down yeah and i got it all for free who knows how old it was right some of them are old these deer yeah. are blonde yeah. big nice friggin' mule deer but they're they've been sitting in the sun in a window forever in a barber shop and yeah so they're almost blonde but it's like hey you know, the grass, like, I was like, hey, I can get all this taxidermy. He's like, hell yeah, we got plenty of wall space. So, yep. yeah, we got a bunch of, we got pheasants, we got a bunch of ducks, we got all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. Deer, friggin' elk. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like, I'm sure. glad it didn't go in the dumpster, you know what no, I mean? No, and people yeah. just throw it away sometimes, That's what too. they do. Yeah, that's yeah. what they do. They Antlers, say, ducks, whatever. Because is it legal to sell taxidermy like that? No. Um, waterfowl, no. I mean... Oh, migratory it, birds. There's, yeah, there's a lot of, um, like, with big game and stuff, it's... I I don't know the rules on that. I don't even... But I know with, like, waterfowl, uh, absolutely not. Yeah. It's even parts. It, I mean, there's lots of rules that go with it, so... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't know what the getting around that is. Like if you lose out on a customer or something, if they don't come or whatever, but I just assume take it apart and use the parts and yeah. dispose of the bird, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Or just hold it until they eventually come and pick it up. Yeah. And hang it on your own wall. Give it away for a Christmas present. You yeah. Know? I mean, <laughs> yep. You know. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's just part of the business with everything. You know, yeah. you do something and I don't know, maybe the other person doesn't come through with their end and. Yeah, it happens. it happens in everything. So. Well, I'm sure there's some people that they're so excited when they shot this bird or whatever, and then they run and they give it to a taxidermist. And then the allure of like, oh, this, you know, hen spoonie I shot that I, was my first bird and I had yeah. to get it mounted. Yeah. And then they realize like, I probably shouldn't have done that. And they're not like man enough to be like, call. I have they just ghost you. And yeah. it, absolutely, I'll, they'll come and pick it up or they'll get a better bird throughout the season and come and you know, get their other bird back because they got a better one. That happens quite often. Does it? Yeah. I get a – we talked about this on the way over here, and I think this is a good question, and for me too, um, for and all our listeners, because there's so many different stories. So let's say, a guys, somewhere you shoot a bird that you want to get mounted. Mm-hmm. What does the guy need to do to get it to you? So um, I kind of been just trying different methods in the seven, eight years I've been doing this for, and – what I do, best method that I came down from, like learning from other teachers and judges throughout shows and stuff, that wrapping them the head and feet in wet paper towels and okay. then tucking the head inside the wing will keep it from freezer burning. You could keep them in your freezer for four or five years like that. Really? Yeah, get it in a, in a bag, a Ziploc bag, if it's a small enough um, bird, a freezer bag, and just get it in there, roll it up, and get all the air out, tape it up tight, and throw it in the freezer. It'll be good like that for four or five years. Now... I know a lot of people do the stockings. They put them in the stockings. And yeah, I was going to ask that. The well, pantyhose or this whatever. This is yeah. the way. It, go look at an old bird on the wall. The feet are gone off it or the webs are yeah. gone out of them. They've been eaten off. or That's because the, the feet were freezer burnt when uh, they got them in. I so see. you just paint them at that point because they can't be injected with nothing yeah. to make them last forever. And it, I found that this way, like... When I thaw the birds out at eight, nine, ten months, those feet look just like the day it was shot. 
Okay. Exactly. I think it has something to do with the hydration of the water and the, the napkin as the feet, you know, as it's thawing out, it's rehydrating the feet. And I haven't had an issue with freezer burn since I've been doing that for about three years. Really? Yep. And I, it is the best, me- best method, in my opinion. Uh, stay away from vacuum seal bags. Okay. Because they will break bones and oh. they will leave. If the bags are perforated on the inside, how they have, yeah. you know, like when you suck them and all the blood you see yeah. it going through there. Yeah. If they have all those little perforations in there, those can be left in the feathers if you pull it down too tight. Oh. Yeah. If you have to do it in a, a freezer bag like that, I always recommend to just leave a little bit of air in there. Yeah. Don't suck it yeah. down. Don't tight go like all the way yeah. tight. Yeah. And that is probably the last in your freezer, the longest in those bags, in really? my opinion. But I still like the Ziploc bags. They they, they hold up pretty yeah, good. Yeah, they hold up really good. Yeah. So, like, from the time you shoot the duck mm-hmm. till you can get it home and do that, is there anything you should do? I mean... Uh, keep it out of the sun. The sun? Yeah, I don't right. don't put it in your toolbox. And even if it's an overcast day, that toolbox is going to warm up, Yeah, you know, if it's metal. Um, and then yeah. don't, you probably don't want it like rolling around in a Yeti full of water <laughs> either, right? No. And, and, you know? and another thing too is, um, like birds when they're shot, say it's raining, it's muddy, they're yeah. bloody, still do the same thing. Don't clean them. Just wrap the head and the feet, leave the mud on them, leave all the blood on them. Even oh, really? if it's like a snow goose, yeah, it all comes off. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. See, I didn't know yeah. that. Cause yeah, it all comes off. You don't ha- you'll do more damage trying to get the blood off of them. And trying to clean them up, then good. Because if you're pulling on those feathers, wiping with it, you're pulling them out. You're pulling them out. Even if you don't see you're pulling them out, you've already loosened them. So in the process, they're going to fall out. I see. So yeah, don't worry about the blood. Don't worry about the mud. Um, even your dogs. If your dog's got a soft mouth, don't even worry about it. They're not going to pull the feathers out. I see. That's good to know. Because okay. even like in Mexico where I go, it's you know people all over this country want to shoot cinnamon teal. Mm-hmm. And we're fortunate enough that we can do it. You know, a lot of ground in the stake, and you can, you know, you have a really good chance to shoot a cinnamon teal. So, I'm hunting with people from all over the country down there, and they're, you know, the cinnamon, you're shooting mostly blue wing and green wing, but you don't want to hunt where there's, you know, eight guys with, you know, limits of 20 each. You're probably four or five cinnamons in that group. Yeah. So, it's still rare, but I mean, it's, you're getting them regularly. But they would not want them hitting the water or nothing. These guys were trying everything they could to keep this bird as perfectly as possible. Yeah. And it sounds like it sounds like some guys might have wasted some that could have been mounted just fine. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of birds that, it, I mean, they'll come in pretty hammered up, and I can make them look pretty good. It's just mainly the wing bones are what you really want to be careful with okay. if you want a flying bird or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah. What's the easiest like a mount that you do is it is it is there one particular Uh, that's easier than probably flying birds okay yeah flying birds are definitely the easier to do of the well i there's the flying standing and the dead hanger pretty much the the main poses and the flying bird is probably the easiest one to do in my opinion really yeah i know it doesn't seem like it but but a standing bird is just well what about (laughs) the shoulder mounts that we were talking about that before (laughs) yeah those are those are pretty easy to do i mean those must be yeah yeah they're they're it's an option yeah that is another option too but they're they're an option for really damaged birds or you know okay so it's a really special bird that you wanted to yeah or people just want a shoulder mount i I mean mean, it's a little bit cheaper than doing a whole bird yeah i don't charge as much for those yeah. yeah Because I would think it'd be kind of cool to have, like, I mean, freaking 20 of them on the yeah, wall. Yeah, you know? like a wall full of them. Yeah, I think that would be awesome, you know? Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of spoony heads with cigarettes hanging out of the mouth and stuff, <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> now, before you got into taxidermy and you were uh, still waterfowling, did you ever you ever get any birds mounted? Um, I had a pair of pintails mounted when I was a kid, and they're still around. A friend of mine has them. Oh, I that's gave cool. them to him about three years ago. Yeah, I I I'd had them in my house for years, and then we remodeled and. They were going to come out here, and they were mounted in, you know, the late 80s. So. Yeah. But my friend's super happy with them because so, they uh, were done nice yeah, um, 30 yeah. years ago. So, yeah, yeah those were those are the only birds I ever had mounted my whole life. Really? I don't even own any birds myself. Really? Yeah. Well, that, that merganza right there is mine. Oh, that hooded merganza? Yeah, that's mine. I, I've, always, I've always liked those birds. I mean, they're, I always thought those are some of the coolest looking ducks. Yeah, That's one of the nicest coated, birds yeah. I think I've ever done right there. Yeah, no, that thing is definitely cool. And I've had some some that I really, really like, but that one right there, I take it whenever I go. Like, I use it in my booth. I know I had it out there last year. Yeah. And it's pretty easy mount to move around, and it's pretty durable, so. I mean, you got a lot of cool birds in the shop right now. I mm-hmm. mean, um, you know, we're looking at some some cool mallard mounts, um, the Hooded Merganser um, in, your, in your room that you showed us. Um, I saw a wood duck. Those are kind of one of my favorite birds from mounting. Yeah. yeah. The wood, wood ducks. ducks yeah. yeah. Yep. When they're full plume. Yep. They're, and that's the thing about the wood ducks too. It's, y- you can look up on the internet to see what a really nice one looks like. And yeah. When you look, you shoot one and you're not sure if it's plumed down or not. Look at the side feathers on it, the gold and the black and the white tips. Yeah. Look up for the tassel just on the back. You guys know right behind the back. Yeah. There's the little orange tassels yeah. that hang down. Those are mature birds. Oh, and enough. believe it, I mean, this year, the early season, the mallards and the wood ducks, I usually don't take birds until, you know, December or late November because they're, they don't, they're all pin feathered. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, this year the wood ducks and the mallards were early. They were, they were no pin feathers. Yeah. No yeah. feather, no pin feathers at all early on. And it was, I was surprised. It was nice to get some wood ducks in this year. I think it must have been all that weather we had last year because the other mallard, even, you know, we don't shoot a lot of mallards at one of our rice blinds. And right. we, early season, yeah, we had mallards. And it was like, whoa, yeah. this ain't like normal. Yeah. The wildlife you know? refuge out here, the drive through area, the part that, the um, non-hunting zone, I've never seen mallards all over like that out there. Really? Usually they'll have a couple spots where you'll have like in the trees where there'll be yeah. a bunch of them. But you go out there right now and they're in every pond. Really? Wherever you go, they're out there. That's crazy, yeah. Well, that's a good thing. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how the numbers looked on them, but maybe they're yeah, coming back a little bit. I hope so. I've seen a lot of survivors this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them out there right now. We saw them this morning. We went for a ride. and Yeah, there's a lot that made it through the gauntlet this year, that's for sure. Yeah. From bad shooting or just didn't come in? <laughs> yeah, both. Yeah. yeah. We had a little bit of both. We got so complacent by not having a lot of action that when we did get action, we blew it. But, yeah. Yeah. Way More than goes. one time. More than one time. Yeah. yeah. I didn't tell you, but Wednesday when I was out hunting the rice by setter, I freaking whiffed it two different times bad really? some fr- on some widgeon. I just, I felt like Oh, you saw widgeon? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, that's my number one bird, and I only took in like five this year. Really? Yeah. They didn't get here till they late. They didn't get here. They're, it was late. No. Yeah. Super late. I'm hoping that maybe... Uh, the juniors this weekend or the vet hunts that a couple will get picked up that are really nice. Yeah, hopefully. So when you say number one, is that like your favorite to me? That's my yeah. favorite bird, yeah. Oh, okay. Like yeah. a, This year was the cinnamon till. Oh, yeah. Lots of cinnamon till this year. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I yeah, they're a neat bird, too. They are a neat bird. Cousin of the spoonie. Are they? Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, they are. I did that spoonie blue wing till hybrid this last year. 
Yeah, that was I pretty cool. That, that was a really that. weird bird. That yeah, that was. I repost <laughs> that. Whenever you make a post, I always share it. It's I appreciate like, I that. Post that one. Yeah, <laughs> that's, man, we love what you're doing, man, and you've been good to us since you met us. And yeah, no problem. Uh, so, so you get like, all, Oh, sorry. No, you're okay. No, I just ahead. I didn't want to. Before I forgot on the the widgeon because I I like widgeon too, but um, you get you get more like like storm widgeons or Eurasians. What's the um. Usually Eurasian widgeon, yeah. and that's what has really been down this year on coming in is Eurasians. Really? Yeah. Yep. Because they're getting more prevalent every year. Yep. It seems like you know. Yep. Um, I had an opportunity on one about four years ago, and I whiffed on him in about <laughs> forty mile an hour wind. He hung up right in front of me, and then he landed about sixty yards out oh, there. Oh man, just sit there yeah. torture you. Again. Yep. That was my only opportunity on oh. one. I got an oddball question, Uh-oh. and I'm sure you've never done anything like this. Would it be possible? You've seen our logo, right? Mm-hmm. Could you mount two spoonies like that? Let me see it on your hat. <laughs> like put a little plastic beer mug in his hand. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I just wonder. That, I mean, that would look pretty yeah, cool. No, we, we could, could do shoot that a, exactly like that. I mean, shoot a couple of stud spoons and then have you do... Our yeah. logo, where when we go, we can have that. I mean, with real ducks, that would be yeah. Cool. It, it, that would be that would be possible. So the one on the top has a, a mug in its hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's and kind the, of a. What's the bottom one got going on? It's, it's got like a halo over its a head. A halo. We could do that too. Yeah, that's Robert. He's always looking down upon me because <laughs> I live, I live an <laughs> unorthodox life in his opinion. So he's the Quaker, and I'm kind of the outlaw. So we're like the odd couple. So. Hey, yeah, I got uh, called the Quaker ever since that road trip when I wouldn't let you drink beer in the car. Hey, how was that? I'll forgive you for that. Well, we're speaking of Exxon. We were up there at the same time. Yeah. How was that? The it the the duck hunt turned out pretty good. Yeah, you guys did get up there, and then we went to that CWA dinner and we cleaned up. We won the twenty-eight gauge. What? Where was that? It was in MacArthur. Yeah. 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 I run. I won a rifle. Yeah. 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 And, nice. and so our table got three guns, I think, out of that. Yeah, yeah, we we cleaned nice. up. We had a really lucky night, and yeah, I wish we could have made it over, but yeah, it was the night before opener, so I get it. Don't yeah. need to start out that way. <laughs> well, I got so I got a whole bunch of hate from because I didn't hunt the X Zone that weekend because uh-huh. I'm not missing the Northeast opener. That's like the Catalina wine mixer for us up there. We do right. it every year. And so my dear guys were giving me a bunch of shit. Well, I can't believe you're missing it over. I'm like, dude, I'll be back next week, but I can't miss this. Yeah. And then when I missed the next week was the opener down here. And then I, yeah. oh, you're missing the duck opener. I can't believe you're doing <laughs> so, so I got hate from all sides, you know. <laughs> yeah, and then blew up my side-by-side friggin' Walked deer 20 hunting. miles. Walked 20 miles, yeah. Oh, was, deer hunting? Yeah. I blew oh. it up like seven miles back in. You Man. know where Bishop is? Yeah. I was up by there near the Nevada border, way back in the sand. That's a, is that, um, is that the G1 hunt or the G? No, it was, it was still an X6B. Still an X6B, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got a, we heard a uh, rumor that there was some deer over there and we went, (laughs) you know, and this was like 35 minutes from where we're staying. We're like, ah, we'll give this a shot. And blow up my damn side by side and walk seven miles out. I think the worst we ever did was about six miles, and that was I don't that was up in B zone. Yeah. <laughs> we ran out of gas. <laughs> six miles in the mountains is a long way, so you went a long way. So. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the next day, uh, stocking that buck that we did see, I yeah. I don't know. I went up a couple thousand foot in elevation, and that was another five or six miles, but uphill. 
Yeah. Yeah, and then it was that does. archery or rifle? No rifle. Rifle. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it was. I, I'm not an. I'm not a very good deer hunter, but <laughs> I'm a real good walker, <laughs> Me man. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're proof that uh, you know this summer when I, I'm I'm gonna be thinking of you when I'm on the trails and I see all these. Uh, yuppies out there with their expensive hiking <laughs> shoes and walking sticks and you know all their gear and i'm like nope i, I know a freaking degenerate that was probably wearing <laughs> dickies pants and slip-on boots and a <laughs> that's what i was wearing i mean i was in a freaking red flannel shirt and i mean i had one bottle of water and no backpack they're up there glassing me and like <laughs> And Chad's telling Abel, like, you don't have a fucking backpack or nothing? I'm just fucking looking around. I, uh, I've actually got one with my bow in flip-flops and a tank top on and shorts in B-Zone about 15 years ago. Somebody came into camp and said, saw a buck just down the road. And, you know, we're way back in there. And he's like, yeah, we were coming in. He was just standing off the side of the road down there. And so I drove down there. And sure enough, I was drove down there in my quad, got off. And I walked back in the woods about 50 yards. And he was standing there. <laughs> And I got him. That's perfect. That's yeah. the other type of stories are all. I got a best. picture yeah. somewhere. I'll have to look it up. But. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. <laughs> Shorts and flip flops. Yep, came <laughs> in from hunting all morning, and there was one about I don't know, five hundred yards from camp. I know that seems how it always goes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, looking around your shop here, man, you got all kinds of stuff that I don't even know what it is. I mean, it looks like you got a bunch of paint <laughs> and chemicals and. Oh, uh, that's that's just those are um, airbrush paints. Oh, okay. For like painting the bill and the feet, I don't use them anymore. I use all powdered paints now. Oh, pastels. That's all I use. Really? Yeah, no more airbrushing. Really? So. So what what's the general process of of, of doing a bird? What do you got to do? You just sc- yeah, scalpel get this the thing? body out of them and turn them inside out and get all the fat off of them and all the meat out of the inside and completely decrease them out and wash them. You know, and inject the feet and make bodies and all that stuff, and then put them back together in a few days. So you literally like have their their like their skin. Yeah. All yeah. F- yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It just the body comes out. When we get off, I can show you. <laughs> I show <laughs> and you. It's just stuff. I mean, it's super intricate work. I mean, you. Yeah, it's the razor blades will cut. Yeah. Yeah. They they like to go through the skin if you're not careful and. So I'm pretty good at it now, but when I first started, I made a lot of holes. Yeah, I bet it. Yeah, so, it's something you got to learn how to yeah. do. This is not and not the little ones that the BBs make. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably find a lot of BBs. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, yes and no. I mean, you would think I would find a lot more, but mainly if they lodge in the bone or something on geese. Yeah, uh, but uh, ducks they're usually going all the way through them. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Coming up, unless your teeth find them when you're eating one, you know, yeah, because yeah, mine happens. do every single time. Yeah, that happens. Mm-hmm. I'll show you a picture of a band I shot this year. I shot the band, put a perfect BB hole right nice. in the band. <laughs> what was it on? Uh, Gadwall. Nice. Yeah. I've never gotten one. No, we don't shoot very many. John, unfortunately, <laughs> he just lost his bands. <sighs> did you call them all in, though? Uh, yeah. I mean, I did. You can get replacements for I, all of that's them. That's what I've heard. So. Yeah. That's probably what I'm going to have to do. I always recommend that because people will shoot a band and they put them on their lanyard. Is that how you lost yours on your lanyard? Yep. Get the replicas made for your lanyard and put the real one on the duck if you haven't mounted. That's That's not a bad idea. 
That's the way to do yeah. it. I should do that. And that's a pretty affordable thing I've for me to do, I've sold a lot of too. those bands for those people. Yeah. Yeah, I hear it's like 40 bucks or something. Yeah, something like yeah. that. 40, not, 50 bucks. That's not going to be very expensive for me. That could be $100 <laughs> yeah. that I could afford. Yeah, I, don't, I don't have very many bands. I've never gotten one, so I don't I don't know about the band thing. Like, Yeah, we don't shoot a lot of them. And I don't have them do. come in here either. I usually make the customer keep them. So. But yeah, you don't want to be nope, responsible for I don't want to be it. responsible for them, you know? Yeah. So we we take them off when they come in the door and the collars and everything they go with them. Oh yeah, and I think about the e collars and stuff. Yeah. I don't ever. I've never had an e collar come in here. Really? I had one. Um, it was on a spec, but it was a reproduction one that the guy, a couple of guys had got got a, um, a collar spec, and they both wanted a mounted. So oh. we had a collar made and put it on the other one for him, and That's cool. had to make a replica. It was it was cool. I mean, yeah. No no GPS units. No, yeah. I've never had one. No, I, I don't think they're super common. Like no, I, no. I never hear like no. from my taxidermist friends. Like no. rarely somebody will be like, "Oh, I got a backpack today that came in," and I'm like, "What's that?" And they're like, "Oh, like a transmitter." And well, now they're in the they collars. Them, yeah, don't they want them back? Though? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're super they're expensive. Oh okay. yeah. yeah, no, you got to return them. They'll yeah, you have yeah. to return them. Yeah, yeah. I think, but I mean, I've seen some of them mounted, but I. Those are reproduction See, ones. Should, we got to get that Jason and Vertiologist yeah. dude on here. They can answer all these questions. Yeah, yeah I'm sure they want them back. And you can't really uh, hide either because the things are <laughs> well, <laughs> transmitting your location. The reproductions are the exact same. So why, I mean, aside yeah, from it being an original one, maybe yeah. they'll put it back on another bird, which would be even cooler. Well, even you know? cooler. You're helping out. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, those little backpack things are kind of neat, you know. I've never even seen one, like just in a picture. Yeah, I'm the same here, just yeah. a picture. But yeah. yeah. Oh, we never seen one. And wow. I never looked for them out taking, I take pictures out at the refuge. I got a big camera and I've never even seen one out there and all the birds I photographed. Yeah, and you probably see, you probably see a lot of cool stuff. Weird out stuff. There, huh? I got a picture of a, a banded blue goose coming down with the wings back. Really? Yeah. About four years ago out here at the platform at the refuge and That's a cool. lot of Eurasian widgeon out there. In fact, we saw one this morning sitting out there by the platform. That's cool. And yeah. Just pretty neat stuff man yeah i like exactly. looking at the deer out there though that's yeah. what i got there for <laughs> they're just dropping their or they're getting ready to drop their antlers if they haven't already and yeah yeah and you can see them right there at the viewing platform yeah you go out there in the evenings and they're out there in the fields oh that's cool during the rut it's pretty gnarly out there now do you know that chick that we had on here jen the full plume photograph gal she did the cover of cwa's magazine this last time she mm -hmm. was on here a couple weeks ago no. She's, you, you got to follow her. I'll show you on Instagram. Okay. She's a cool chick, man. Okay. Duck hunting fool and nice. professional photographer. Nice. She's got some very cool, like, random photos like that. Yeah. She gave us a cool picture to hang at the shop of a snow goose flying with a band on its leg. Yeah, right that's there. that's what we used to go out to take pictures of were the snow geese and yeah. the, the Ross geese. It's, yeah. it's amazing how many of them are banded. Yeah. Some photos that I have have three of them in one shot. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Coming down, they got three bands, or each each bird has a band on them. Yeah, so oh, that's definitely cool. I yep. can see photography and taxidermy kind of going hand in hand. Cause it's all get, about reference, yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, when you're And I don't ever use my photos. I use stuff off the internet still. Yeah. <laughs> Everything I've ever taken is on a disk, and I've never even but it's put still it on your computer. You're, really. you're, you're getting that visualization all the time. Yeah. Um, anatomy is the biggest thing, like looking at anatomy on birds and yeah. making sure it looks like a bird. Yeah. You know. Because you know, how do you do the foam? Do you... Um, I buy bot. They they sell actual bird bodies for like. There's one right there. That's for a goose. Okay. That's for like snow goose right there. Now, do you have to shape them? A, a lot bit? of them, yeah. yeah. They're there's they're they're bird specific, but a size of a bird, they're never the same. Right. The bodies are either too big or too small, yeah. or you might have to like. I use one size 
one sp- I can use a Pentel body in like a widget or sometimes yeah. Gadwall or you know vice versa. Um, the teal don't really match up very well though. But oh yeah, yeah. But what's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, where we uh, go now, Robert? So. <laughs> well, you mentioned doing shows, so you've done you've done some some different uh, like like taxidermy shows is it is it like a competition um yeah so we travel all around to competitions and um uh usually each state well california oregon uh utah idaho are the or in new mexico are pretty close states here that have yeah. a yearly show okay and there's a few of us that go to we travel to them and compete at them and Oh, so you kind of go with a group of other taxidermists? Yeah, other people oh, from cool. from the area. Um, uh, most of the people that I travel with are either from Oregon or Nevada and yeah. Northern California, yeah. That's cool. So. You just go and you enter your stuff. And, I mean, you won one of them, right? Not um, Yeah, I, different awards. Usually at these shows, they have quite a few different awards sponsored yeah. by different organizations. And um, they have all different types of things, you know, like best wood duck, stuff like that. Yeah. Or, um, Best of category, which is the highest in that in that category. I got one in Oregon this last year, so yeah. with the bluing, yeah, spoonie. So you bring in clients' birds then? Is that um, well, that's that's an option. So I will talk if I see a super nice yeah. bird coming through. Nobody ever turns that deal down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. who doesn't want it? Yeah, because yeah. I'm not charging him any more for it, and I got to put in a lot more time for those pieces and. Yeah, it's if it's a super nice bird, everybody. I have not had somebody say they don't want it done like that. So yeah, why not? Like, yeah. oh yeah, my, yeah, this bird won an award. But <laughs> I, I've, I've thought about doing a few spots every year, like a different charge, and just doing that style of mount because they're a lot more work. I mean, they're, you know, you're putting in a week for one bird to mount for a show. Yeah. So yeah, but if it's a nice bird, we'll, yeah, we'll check it out. You know yeah. and. I don't know. I try to, like that one right there, that's one that I used that a friend gave to my, me about five, six years ago that he had shot, and I put it together. It was a super nice bird, so. Yeah, no, that's that's really cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm, always, yeah. I'm always interested in these, like, subcultures out there. Like, you know, we always, there's all these hobbies and different passions out there, and you don't even know about them, like, like taxidermy shows and competitions. Like, the rest of us have no idea. Then you see some random fairgrounds that has some sign and, like, you know, just these, <laughs> you like, whatever it is, taxidermy yeah. or, you know, yeah. quilting or, yeah. you know, horses, <laughs> yeah, horses are a big one. Yeah. Rodeo. Yeah. There's all kinds of yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, gardening. Yeah. 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 Or in decoys, you know? Um, yeah. Everyone just gravitates towards something and, and is passionate about it. So. Yeah. And then just wants to be the best at it, you know? And it's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. What's well, a certain personality that has to be able to do this because I mean, just such tedious work, I would think. Yeah, it is. Um, it kind of allows you, though, to start working on something and then come back to it and put it away and come back to it. Yeah, like know, yeah you don't have to start and finish it. Because you got right. the freezer, yeah. You can go yeah. back to the freezer. Ah. Yeah. So yeah, you have a it's few a process. Freezers. Yeah, and they're not, there's not, a, I mean, they're not full. So I get to that. I, I use one for geese and one for ducks. And right now I'm trying to get them back emptied out. So yeah, yeah. And that requires work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good business. I mean, I can't complain. I mean, everybody keeps me pretty busy so throughout the year. Yeah. And I originally planned on just doing this and trying to finish by summertime and then wait six months and then have the season start again. But I just, I don't know. Just turn I take my time. time. Yeah. yeah. I take my time. So. 
The end, I mean, the product shows. I mean, thank you. I'd rather it take a little more time and be right. Right, know? right. It's because you can't with this stuff. You can't really. Um, you can't cut corners on it yeah. on taxidermy. Yeah. Because yeah. if, oh, well, I'm not going to clean that wing out. Well, guess what's going to happen to that wing? It's yeah. going to rot. Yeah, and exactly. It's going to fall off and you're going to smell it. Yeah. And it's going to go bad. So, and bugs are going to get in it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming those are uh, some of those lessons you've probably learned the hard way. Yeah. When I first started, well, I actually started, I started, I didn't start out just trying to do it on my own. I, I looked up a guy online about 12, 13 years ago and went there and learned and, um, for a couple of weeks and then just met some other people and then started watching some videos. And that's the best thing to do is to learn from people, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm somebody that knows how to too. do it. Videos are good to do it, but they don't show you everything. No, right. I'm kind of a hands-on guy like that too. I don't, I don't mind. Yeah. Showing you can pretty much it. YouTube anything anymore. You can. It's Everything's amazing. on there, but <laughs> like I have a lot of people, a lot of customers that want to get into it and they'll buy the stuff and want to sell me all their stuff the next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's happened a couple of times, but, and I always, you know, I'm always up to help them out and give them some pointers. And some guys have stuck with it and do it for a hobby. And, you know, even if they, do one bird a year they're still doing something for themselves you know exactly and they're just they do you know mount their own bird or mount a bird for a friend or something you know yeah not making for sure. money on it but for sure it's probably one of those uh industries where there's probably a lot of room for for others because I, I just don't think there's i don't know maybe you would know more than me but it doesn't seem like there's that many taxidermists out there um i could be wrong sounds like i could uh be. there's there's not a lot um but there is. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, new, there, we have new ones coming in all the time, which is right. great because yeah. like I'm turning down birds daily right now to get my work done. And yeah. I refer a lot of people out to other taxidermists that I know if they're still taking stuff in. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. You work together like that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's this business. has It's, it's a good business to be in, you know, that's like, good. there's always work to do. Yeah. And it's, so it's not a real cutthroat where people are not comp so much competitive of like, no, yeah, that's good. I don't think so. I mean, maybe in cer certain areas, other States, it probably is that, don't have the waterfowl population like we do yeah yeah but here I've, i haven't had any issues yet maybe one year it'll be a slow year but that's okay yeah <laughs> you, yeah sounds <laughs> like maybe you, clean uh, my shop out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting the time off that you envisioned at one point yeah i still take some time off but it's mainly for sports for my kids and stuff like oh, yeah. that so yeah. yeah yeah you're busy with that i know that oh yeah so we stay yeah, because you and I have been talking for months trying to, you know. Yeah, stay it's, super busy. It's I get it. It's we tough. Were, yeah. Yeah, we're doing soccer, volleyball, softball right now. So it's Oh, yeah, Robert gets it. Busy. His kids are both baseball yeah. kids, and they're I mean, yeah. it's constant, you know. It's, yeah, it never ends. Seems like it's like year-round now, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we just we had a tournament for so or volleyball in Reno last weekend. Yeah. And yeah, just that never ends. It used to be like there were seasons of sports, but. Yeah. With anything else, well, if you want to be good, you're going to be. Well, and the club sports have kind of kept it year round now. Where it yeah, knows. it's it's good for the kids though because it keeps them busy. Yeah. In my opinion, like if you got a local club that's looking for kids to play in, and you know people, I'd get them out there and play. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, keeps I, them busy. Like, yeah. And they meet new friends, and you know they meet meet kids from the other area that come and play on these teams. You know, and it's good for them. 
Yeah. Oh, I know for my kids, it's really helped keep my uh, my wealth down, which has been nice. You know, I don't, <laughs> <they've>, <laughs> I don't want to get too high up there on the ladder, so How they've kept they? me very lower middle yeah. class. Yeah. How old are they? Uh, well, my two boys are 13 and 10. Okay. Yeah. You, you haven't got to the $500 batch yet, huh? Uh, oh, no. We're, yeah, <laughs> no, you're we're there? there. Okay. Yeah. okay. You're yeah. right there then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gloves are... 150 200 i mean everything's way like because yeah. now you don't you don't just go to big five and buy some glove you got to go to dick sporting we, goods we don't change out gloves <laughs> that glove grows on your hand from when you're little <laughs> till the time you graduate <laughs> high school they're expensive i look on i watch uh, baseball games you know, on tv and i'm like oh my kid has that glove yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep that that was my sport was baseball so yeah same here yeah he's a big baseball guy too cleats those things get Yep. Yeah, those, you, you should know. see my daughter's soccer cleats from the other night. They She plays for the high school here for soccer, and it, you imagine after the rain that we had. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. This is, that's her right there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That, that, look at, that's. <laughs> that's a bad <laughs> field. <laughs> oh, speaking of her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah we're going to take, take a little break, yep. guys. Yep. And we're back. Um, I got rehydrated, got a fresh beer, offloaded the last beer. Um, yeah, that was one of the longer breaks we've taken in our podcast history. They have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a half a second when you listen to it. But Yes, yes. Four hours later, John's trashed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be funny. Come back. And I'm just out of it. Oh, town yeah. on the ground. His phone's up town on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Adam was there when I came stumbling back into duck days uh, looking for my phone. Yeah, he was there that morning. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, thank yeah, God that for that a... kid. Do you know that kid by chance? The one that helped me? No he, clue. Yeah. Anyway. I don't remember yesterday, so. I, I don't know him either, <laughs> but I, I thank him immensely, man, because, yeah. That never happens. Yeah. I'm just yeah. glad you didn't hitchhike that night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. No telling what could have happened if I'd have been hitchhiking. John has narrowly escaped uh, lots of, you know, poor demise hitchhiking. He's 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 come out of it. But alive yeah. and un- untouched, but barely. <laughs> yes, thank He's God. Yeah, we've talked several stories about my hitchhiking experiences in my 20s. That, nice. You know, odd deals that happened. <laughs> but uh, I just can't appreciate enough that, like I say, we're, not that we're anybody now, but we're a little more established. we got a pretty decent listener base. Um, yeah. And we were complete idiots when you talked to us. And I mean, I just thank you. You know, for offering to do this round of bird for whoever's going to win. You know, it's yeah, no problem. We're up there. I don't know how many guests we're got to be closing yeah, in on. Close to fifty, I think. Close to fifty yeah. people we've had on. And when are you guys going to draw at the at Duck Day? So you may not be there this year. Yeah, it's a possibility I won't be, but well, that's you guys, okay. will, you guys will draw on your booth. Yeah, and yeah, and then we'll yeah. hook them up with you. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that was just such a cool deal, and it's, you know, I don't know if it's inspired anybody, but everybody's always like, whoa, really? Cool, you know? So, I don't know. It was just a really cool thing to do for a couple, you know, schmucks with a card table when you come <laughs> up and talk to us, you know? Yeah. So, I'll always remember that, you know? No problem. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of cool people in this world, in this waterfowl community. 
Yeah, yeah. We we run to people all the time. I mean, it's certainly we go to the coolest places, we meet the coolest people, and it just we just sit there and do what we're doing. We're all doing the same thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, it, it's been so much fun. I mean, we're gonna keep it going. Um, I haven't told her. Look, dude, we our downloads were the biggest they ever were for January. Yeah, we're, January is a good month. Yes, we need to recheck that listing that listener sent us because. Uh, yeah, it said we were number one hunting podcast in California at the beginning of the month. Nice. I don't know if that's true, but <laughs> and we have nothing to do with this list. Are you Googling right now, yeah. Robert? Yeah. We'll see. It might put us back down to 99. We used to joke that we're the, the top 10 podcast in the third biggest town in Butte County. <laughs> but uh, Yeah. Well, as of January 31... According to this well, feed so spot, it says we're still number one, and uh, so eh, you know what? I'll take it. I don't know. I don't Does know it how, tell you how many people you guys have listening, or we know no. that, but that's confidential information. Oh, 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 I will oh, share oh, that oh, with you though, oh, oh, okay. off air. But <laughs> I mean, I've, the only reason I say that is because I've never heard a podcast that says the actual number. Yeah. Oh, really? That's the only reason. I, I feel like I should tell people, but... Keep it secret. It's evidently, secret. It's, supposed it's, to, it's supposed to be secret, because every podcast I listen to, nobody says the numbers. Yeah. Huh. So, I, we're going to do Stre- the same streaming thing. Streaming platforms are the same way. I'm normally yeah. not a follower with things. I do it when I want, but I guess there's probably a reason for it. So, people way smarter than me don't say it, so we're not... I'll <laughs> tell you when we get off the air. No, but. that's cool, man. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, it's in the tens of tens. Yeah, we got any point we might have one person listening. <laughs> We're comfortably in the in the hundreds. <laughs> nice. No, it's 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 actually pretty cool. Yeah, there's it's, a lot there's a lot of people listen to it. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I hear just, people ask me about it. Hey, so I heard your name. Hey, shout out to Andy by the way. Oh, cool. Hey, Andy. Thank you for I listening. I heard that. <laughs> if you're listening, Andy, if you're on uh, Instagram, be sure to give us a friggin' follow and message me. I talk to all these people all the time. Yeah. It's so cool. I talk to people on there all the time, you know. Yeah. You, <laughs> you told me you, uh, you even removed the Tinder app from your phone because you're <laughs> so many, <laughs> son of a bitch. so many nice guys on Instagram now. <laughs> um, I was telling you about this. Um, you know, our superior equipment, my job and our sponsor. Um, we had a guy working down in the bay for a company and he pulled up in the shop and the guy's like, Hey, superior equipment, you you know the filthy spoon guys? He's like, hmm. Yeah, that asshole's my boss. <laughs> it was kind of just random, just some dude that, you know, recognized hearing it on the superior every week and then Yeah. Yeah. So whoever you are, I hope you're still listening. I gave Kurt some stickers to give you next time he runs into you. So and we gotta get you a couple of stickers too. We Sweet. got some they're not new, but they're bigger than the ones if we gave you any at Duck Day. Stick them somewhere around here. I think it's on my. I think I have one on my ice oh, chest up there on the other side. Cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, y- Yetis. That's thanks to John here. I got a freaking garage. Oh, you of those got the new red one too. That's cool. Yeah, that's for the car. Ah. <laughs> the sm- the one you can carry. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one's a seventy-five. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you're you're running around doing sports, I mean, in the summer, you're mm-hmm. <laughs> nice to have a good cooler. Yeah, or transporting, like if I go pick up birds somewhere, you know, or if, if, if I'm going to the coast and sometimes I'll go over to Humboldt and have a few customers over there and grab oh. some birds while I'm there. Yeah. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so we've, we've talked to people on the show who founded the Humboldt Refuge, and I, that's one of my, that's on the to-do list yeah, someday. Yeah, 
Oh, you have to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we definitely want to do that. Yeah. Cherry. It's super secretive up there with the Brant and everything. Oh, nobody really? Wants, yeah, nobody wants anything to do with the Brant talk. Well, my brother's a local, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, your brother lives there. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a local, so we got we might get. Yeah. But um, one question I got, do you have guys that, like, shoot a duck at the refuge and then come right from the refuge to you? Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays are my busiest days. Yeah. Really? Ah. Yeah. This last Wednesday was. So then them guys aren't wrapping them in paper towels no, and stuff. They, You're doing they'll bring them in and I'll do it here, yeah. Okay. If they bring them in and they're not wrapped like that, I got to thaw them out and do it. I won't put them in my freezer if they're not like okay. that. Okay. Because I'm not going to get to them for eight months or so, so that's. Eight more months so they can But it's okay to bring them. Yeah, yeah, oh, you're, yeah. you're hunting close. and Fresh like that is the best because okay. then I can prepare them. And then, you, then yeah, it's not yeah. some drunk idiot preparing them. It's you. <laughs> yeah, it's me. And it's yeah. when, yeah, because, I mean, there's a lot of these people are from all over the state. And, you know, yeah. hey, I'm on my way through Calusa. Can I drop this by? And Yeah. That's good to know. So yeah, I, for sure. yeah, you know, I was, uh, I forgot that break was nice because now I'm remembering a couple questions I was thinking of on the way here. Um, that I've always wanted to ask if it's just a marketing gimmick or if it really does help those uh, those little keychain things that you poke them in the back of the head with so you don't wring their neck. Um, I mean, wringing your neck's probably not good for if you want to get bird mounted. There's a few ways to dispatch them, but that's probably the best one. The dispatch tool? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I it it's hard to – I mean – do you want them to wring the neck or do that? You know, it's like it, either way, they bleed a lot inside yeah. when you do that. True. Okay. Yeah. So, either way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of damage to them, but it's better than the the alternative with them. Yeah. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So don't like do the duck commander thing and bite the head or something. <laughs> probably, yeah. I'm pretty sure I get some in that have been bitten once in a while. Yeah. yeah. Do the boat slap. Yeah. <laughs> Because I don't have one of those friggin' the dispatch things. tools. Yeah. I can't remember what they're called, but there's a couple of them. I think uh, there's one that's like a feather. There's yeah. one that's like a little keychain. Yeah. I got a couple of them. But. I've been out of duck hunting since those things came out, so I don't really – I don't know too much about them, you know? I mean, I never thought about it for the taxidermy purposes. Cause I can tell when somebody uses one for sure. Oh, I see. Yeah. I mean, the best is just stone it, and then, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, but ain't that what we all wish? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, man, I really wish we would have been trying to keep track of some of these spoonies we shot so we could get. I know. I didn't shoot near on this. I didn't shoot that many spoonies this year. I didn't either. shoot, no. Last year. Last year. We could, fest. Some, we could add some stud <laughs> spoons, yeah. Yep. yeah. I shot too many spoonies. I'm like, yes. okay, can we get some variety yeah, around yes. here? <laughs> yes. But. I don't know. I, I think that'd be cool. Because where yeah, we sure. hunt on the east side is uh, pintail, spoonies, and specks. I mean, those are the, those are the three birds. And widgeon. Yeah. Not, and not this year. Yeah. Not That's not on the east way. side? Yeah. 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 We're right. District 10. We have the best birds and the worst <laughs> birds. Yep. Yep. I love have all the swans over there too. Oh, yeah. A lot of swans. Plenty yeah. of them. Yep. And, and every year they, they leave the swan tour. Over the there. state does, yeah. Yeah, so. they have the Snow Goose Festival out here, too, where you have all the tours that come out. To yeah, we have the Swan Festival, and they and they and one of our blinds is closest. that's closest to the road. They they go right by that blind on the Swan Festival tour. Luckily, we've never had any issues. No. We, don't want, we don't want to offend anybody, but we are no, actively for sure. hunting. Yeah. But they, they just parade They're doing by. the same thing we're doing, though. They're yeah. doing it. And I think... They are. Yeah. You know? I, I've never had a run-in with... You know, right. A lot of them understand that we... 
for you know, sure. We appreciate them a little bit. Different we also way, we but. also fund all the yeah yeah all the conservation efforts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no doubt that hunters fund the bill for conservation. But no, there I'm was. I'm glad they're out there. And, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's the out in the outdoors. Fun. Yes, exactly. And we never had an issue with it. No, I I came back with a strap full of ducks one time, and you know, oh, had, they happened to be driving by. Yeah, and they waved, and I, you know, they were. That's good. Yeah. Didn't seem like they were anti. I think if they're like professional bird watchers, they probably, you know, they get that, you know. Yeah. Different people interact with nature different ways, you know. Right. Well, that Staten Island, that private island uh, near the Delta, there's a lot of bird watchers there because it's all, the roads, I guess, are, are public to a degree, right? Yeah. Um, obviously, you can't keep going down on these farm roads, but like the road, you know, the county-owned roads or whatever yeah. there are public so there's a ton of bird watchers there hmm. um and and some and some hunters but i guess that's why they cut uh, one of the reasons they cut off the hunting at a certain time there is because of uh, all the bird watchers that come hmm. yeah, yeah a, lot of, a lot of might not want to get out of bed early so yeah if you can <laughs> like get out there. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the main reason i don't duck hunt no more <laughs> i can't get up early <laughs> well you're not very far from it either you, no. you wouldn't have to get up that early afternoon hunts were always preferred they are fun too, and I've had some really productive afternoon hunts. Yeah, I always like in the point of the season when the shoot time peaks at its latest, and you yeah. get up at the same time or later than you would for work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, the daylight savings time is kind of a killer. Yeah, because beginning of the year where or your shoot time's eight o'clock in the morning or something damn near, you know, and then they do the daylight savings it's like time six thirty. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. got to be up at four a.m. No yeah. good. Yeah, I'm I'm anti that time change. We got to just stick with one one really? time. Yeah, I don't I don't like it. I I don't mind it, man, because I like be, being light till nine o'clock in the summer, and I hate it when it's dark. I love it well, like summertime when it's five. It's it's light at five in the morning. I love because I get up early. I you know I'll pound friggin' eighteen beers and wake up at four a.m. ready to go. It's just <laughs> the way I'm wired, you know. Pound four more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, nah, not that kind of guy. That's the way you're wired. It's called alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do like it in the summer when it's like, you know, I take little Laverne to work with me. And I love summertime when I get there. It's already daylight. I can roll in at friggin', you know, 545, go out, run her. It's fully light. Throw some golf balls. Oh, fucking her and them golf balls, man. <laughs> yeah. It's uh. They'll they'll be gone one day I hope but I don't know I've been working with her with her bumpers I'm getting ready for this CWA hunt yeah I'm taking some you, oh, know, you got a week now. and a half to tame her yeah well I'll, it'll be fine and she's not that bad but no. uh, yeah I I'm gonna definitely I've been working with her it'll be a lot easier when I'm not holding a shotgun too that's true you know so a lot easier I'm excited about heading down there and helping out and you're gonna be hunting and. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a couple of things are up in there on where we're going to be hunting next weekend, but we'll be we'll be out there so somewhere. So weird, don't feel like a flood year, but it is, you know. Yeah, they're letting a lot of water out. That's so. what it is. Yeah, they're you know that flood management. They'll see storms coming in and let water out to make room for the inflows. And um, but yeah, so we'll we'll be hunting. I'm hunting the next two weekends. Because we got late goose. Oh, yeah. We're doing late goose with acting outdoors and danger close, right? Yeah. So we got, uh, mm. sounds like we got another guy in our club that's going to be going on the the Monday hunt at least. Yep. So God that'll bless be fun. Mason. And then uh, next next month, March 23rd, we got our, uh, in the last, what, 
six months our third cwa dinner we'll be going to yep <laughs> so we're on Where's the that that's uh lincoln mm. yeah. you make it try it's a uh, freedom fighters banquet all the proceeds go to the veterans hunt program okay yeah <laughs> so, so superior bought a table uh the filthy spoon bought a table and a bunch of listeners are coming and it, it's going to be a fun time yeah nice, it's nice. yeah selena's valley outdoors will be there his that's kid right. shot a band today that's pretty cool yeah i was going to look in, yeah. on instagram and yeah. see Check yeah. it out. And he messaged me. He said the his boy said the filthy spoon would be proud. Was it, it banded, was it banded spoony? It was like no, it was a gadwall. The gadwall. The elusive bandy gadwall. Yeah. No, yeah, they, yeah. There's not a lot of them banded. I want to think, huh? Uh, I think a quite a, quite a few of them are. What's the most? Obviously mallards and sprig, right? Um, Teal are kind of hard to come by, right? Yeah, they're hard to come by. Usually mallards and gadwall for me are or the common. Yeah, Rosky have a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of brand. Yeah, yeah. brand. Yeah, every yeah. Yeah, every um, other brand's banded. Pollutions, yeah. you know, our calculars, yeah. they a lot of colored yeah. and banded ones. Man, I really wanted to shoot an illusion this year, and I hunted where they were at, and they were flying with the specs, and I just didn't. I just it just didn't happen. Shot a spec, but no illusion. That'd have been I, cool. Yeah, I really wanted one of those. Those are cool. Cool trying birds. to get everything yeah uh, no i'm not on that what's what's that waterfowl uh like checklist that north yeah. american deal yeah 52 or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. i haven't right it's 52 species or something in north america i've checked off like nine yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah i yeah i i don't know i'm not at like that either no. maybe oh i've never shot that cool but i'm not like after it yeah i mean but because i was hunting an area with illusions i really wanted and i've shot yeah. one before um i actually shot one at calusa Really? Yeah, nice. yeah, years ago. That's um, cool. But I, I was really hoping for for one. They're cool. They're it's interesting. They don't sound like honkers at all, too. They sound like specs. Yeah. To me. Huh. Yeah. When you when they're out, you know, flying and stuff, they fly right with the specs. Huh. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, I'll see them out here. They they mix them with the specs. In fact, I've mounted a is a Lucian spec hybrid. Oh, wow. A couple of years ago. That. They're not very pretty birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could see I'll have that. to find a picture of it to show you guys. But, yeah, they're, it may have been immature, too. So, I mean, hybrids are just so rare. I see why people just want to, you know, mount just about every hybrid that gets shot because you just, when are you going to see that again? Right. And yeah. they're usually, hybrids are different because everything about them is different. And, Usually they're not mature or uh, they're and they're in their fertile, right? isn't, I don't know. I think they're no. They can breed. They'll breed back. Like oh. so, you'll go your first percent, which is fifty or whatever it is, and then depending on which one, either the you know if it's say it's a Brewer's Duck and a uh, Gadwell Mallard, um, you have like a percentage of Brewer's Duck that's bred in, and then it'll go back out. I see. So yeah, I don't have very many bucket list birds but i would like to shoot a black duck someday yeah yeah go out of state and shoot yeah They're, those are cool looking birds so i told sharon i said i don't know why you're not freaking trying to hunt over there she's yeah. in virginia she's right in norfolk right i mean the chesapeake bay is right there yeah you know the season's over now i said go find that pit boss guy or something <laughs> head out with that guy you know <laughs> no for sure yeah, she won't be there next duck season, but I wish she would have took a little more advantage of it. She was just kind of getting established, but if yeah. she was there longer, I probably would have went out there and hunted with her, but she just was only there, going to be there four or five months. But No, for sure. I talked to her today. She <clears throat> went to some museum somewhere or something. She's in North Carolina right now. Okay. It's only like an hour away or something. I'm like, North Carolina? What the hell? And it's like that. It's like an hour. Like, okay, I remember those states are small back there. 
Yeah, it's not like here where, you know, <laughs> yeah. Nevada's two hours yeah. and they're close, but, you know, trying to go to like like Arizona borders California, but for us, it's like yeah. <laughs> it's still yeah, it's 10 winter. hours away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I drove through there last summer, so it's a, it's a drive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I'm not, not a huge fan of the landscape or climate in Arizona. Of course, I'm not a fan of the climate here in Northern California <laughs> in the summertime. Arizona's nasty. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's friggin' hot. We here. drove there. The truck overheated, and it was 122 outside going through the Palm Desert. Wow. My truck's yeah. newer, so. Yeah, and it's not like an old beat-up no, truck. No. Yeah. yeah, it was. What is a Dodge, though? It is a Dodge. Yeah, so. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I mean, yeah, for a new truck to overheat, that's hot. 122 yeah. degrees. Yeah, yeah, that's what it read on the deal. That's hot. That's really hot. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of my Iraq days. Yeah, because yeah, it would get like that. Oh, yeah. 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 It would get brutal. <laughs> And and our H C uh, our you know um, air conditioner and at least in the truck I was in we had to route it to they have these uh these um, like jammer systems and the, they had all the jam so you had to route your AC to cool that thing down oh uh-huh. so that got more of the cool air than <laughs> the guys yeah, did exactly so yeah. you're, you're sweating <laughs> oh but, yeah. Hot ass metal box right on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just drinking liters of water. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, yeah, that desert in SoCal can get out by the Mojave. Yeah, yeah anywhere near that Mojave, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Sure. What's what's that uh that national park they have? Well they got Joshua, Joshua Tree National Joshua. Park and they have Death Valley. Yeah, that's miserable. Although yeah. we were talking about doing some dove hunting in SoCal next yeah. se- next season. Plenty of good dove hunting. Yeah. There. Do you dove yes. hunt at all? Uh, it's been a long time. Uh, we love dove hunting. Long yeah. time. If you want to, you want to come suffer in a hundred and ten <laughs> degree <laughs> weather with us uh, out here. We 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 normally do all day. Yeah. But the uh, w- last year wasn't. Last year was cool weather for it the rained. dove season. Yeah. Hmm. But the year before that, dude, remember the dove hunting was better, but it was like a hundred and twelve oh, degrees in the afternoon. We almost friggin' died. Yeah. Yeah. We drank all the water. Have you ever <laughs> mounted a dove? No. Yeah, I get Does anyone do that? For him. Yeah, that's got to be hard. They are. I think we asked her this before. Yeah, because yeah. like the Europeans are all into mounting them little birds. Yeah. Is what you told me. Yeah, quail yeah. quail are way easier than doves, and quail are smaller. Yeah, it's so. just something about a dove is just a tough. Yeah, super thin skin. Yeah, and yeah. They like to lose their feathers. I well, it makes sense when you when you clean them out. They're pretty easy to <laughs> yeah, <very laughs> just pull easy. right yeah. out. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, they come right out. Exactly. Pretty. Yep. Pretty easy. Delicious little birds, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love dove hunting. And they're great eating. Yep. So I guess we're getting to the end, man. You got your three questions. Yeah, so we're going to do our, uh-oh. our our wrap-up questions here. We're trying to we, – we're going to switch them up uh, for our listeners. And Adam's a nice guy, so we're not going to throw him in a curveball. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> all, sometimes some wacky questions, but we won't do that to you. No, man. no. Well, I mean, it's been a while since you've been waterfowling, but uh, when you when you were doing the duck hunting thing more often, were you a mojo or no mojo, spinners or no spinners? Public land, no decoys at all. No decoys at all. No all right. Really? At all. Yeah. Yeah. Pass shooting water holes. Nice. Okay. Interesting. Cool. Take. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, caffeine, coffee, or energy drink? Uh, soda. Soda. All right. Okay. Hey, Coke okay. or Pepsi? Okay. I don't have a alternative between the two. Alternative answers for yes. both of these. Yeah. Yes. Ah, yeah. All right. And then uh, your your deer hunting. Are you uh, mule deer or blacktail? What do you prefer? Um, blacktail for sure. 
Okay. Well, we, we, I mean, hey, two out of three ain't bad. Right. So is that your, yeah, yeah. Your, well, yeah. you know that a blacktail is a subspecies of a it mule deer. It is a subspecies, <laughs> yes, but I mean, it's <laughs> nothing like shooting a big here, high country mule deer. Anything up that way, a yeah. lot of them are hybrids. So. I, I don't know who decided that I say what's right or wrong, but... Um, <laughs> So. You know, th the reason why I said blacktail is because we have giant blacktail here, or we can't. We have the and mule deer, they have them in all the other states. That's a pretty you know. good answer. And there's blacktail here in Alaska and what? where else? Uh, Florida, right? Are they in Florida? No, not in Florida. No. Canada? Uh, Oregon's got some blacktail. Yeah, tails. Oregon, Washington. That makes sense. Yeah, the West yeah. Coast. Yeah, yeah West Coast. So, anyway, that's it. All We're right. done. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. We let him explain them more because he's a good guy. So. <laughs> that was good, though. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Adam. Thanks for having me on. Give Adam a follow, Pinto Ridge Taxidermy, on Instagram. Look him up. Message him. Say, hey, thank you for helping out the Filthy Spoon Idiots. Yeah. And thank you, Adam, very much. I mean, yeah. dude, we appreciate Thanks, everybody, for bringing in birds this year. It was yeah. great. Yeah. So. And let's all hope for a better year next year. And we may or may not see him at Duck Days, but we will be announcing whoever the lucky one is that wins. That's so. right. And give us a rate and review on Spotify, iTunes, wherever the hell you listen. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.